Welcome to Alec Across the States. I'm your host, Dan Reynolds. Today I'm sitting down with a very interesting organization. It's sometimes been called the ALEC for State Financial Officers. It's the State Financial Officers Foundation. We're sitting down with uh, three members of the leadership team here. We have two board members. Seth Metcalf, thank you for joining today. He uh, was a former deputy treasurer of Ohio. We also have uh, Derek Kreifels, who is the president of SFOF. Thank That's you right. very much yeah. for sitting down with me today. Thanks and, for having us. Oh, of course. And we have Ron Crane, who's the former state treasurer of Ohio, of Idaho. <laughs> Excuse me. And a uh, fun little We fa- sell potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Idaho potatoes. Five Guys, you go to Five Guys, and they, they tell you your potatoes are from Idaho. That's right. That's yep. right you know you're going to have a good potato day there. That's right. And uh, I just learned you are actually the, or were the second longest uh, serving treasurer. Uh, Republican treasurer. Republican treasurer. Yeah. yeah, and you just uh, retired this year. Um, so go ahead and tell us what is SFOF, if someone didn't know about your organization at all. Yeah. Um, so the State Financial Officers Foundation was founded um, seven years ago to bring those state treasurers and state auditors who are responsible for their state's bottom lines, their cash flows, their state pension funds. They sit on the boards for many of the different um, – financial funds in the states. Um, It was brought together to talk about all of the best practices and and policies to put in place specifically from a free market perspective. Um, So that is true. We like to to call ourselves the ALEC of state treasurers and state auditors. Well, ALEC, Um, here we do like limited government, free markets, and federalism. (laughs) So you're sounding pretty good to me so far. And we we agree. Um, So that's the perspective that we take from unapologetically as we work on different issues. We don't always agree with with everybody in the movement on everything. Treasurers are a little bit different because they have to look at everything from – you know, a financial bottom line perspective, they're statutorily required to perform certain duties. So that doesn't mean that we always agree with everybody in, in the family sure. um, 100% of the time. No, but that's great. You're um, bringing your yeah. own uh, nuance to the table yeah. coming from the state treasurer perspective. I, I would actually like to get into that a little bit. So Seth and Ron, from your guys' time as being a state financial officer, what was it like working with state legislators? What were some pitfalls or successes that uh, you guys remember? I can go first. This is Seth. Um, One of the things that sticks out in my mind is the way that my boss, then Ohio Treasurer Josh Mandel, gave courage and cover to state legislatures. The story I could think of is when Ohio Governor John Kasich sought to expand Medicaid in the state. And he was trying to inject it into the Ohio budget bill. And there was a Kasich at the time was a very powerful governor and had other aspirations, as people might be familiar with. So he had a lot of political influence. And he was popular in Ohio as well. But there was resistance in the state legislature to expanding Medicaid, but no one felt that they could really stand up to the governor. And so my boss at the time, um, Josh Mandel, wrote a letter. He was a former legislator uh, in Ohio. And he tried to give courage and cover to those within the legislature to resist that pressure. Um, He was partially successful in that he was able to give those legislators the ability to um, resist putting it in the budget bill, but the governor ultimately found a technical maneuver to bypass the legislature and expand Medicaid nonetheless. So, I, I mean, Derek can talk a little bit more about this, but state treasurers have a bully pulpit, maybe not as big as a governor. Um, but they have an ability to speak with credibility on fiscal issues. Uh, it's a very interesting statistic Derek can share about how 
um, citizens and voters perceive state treasurers on fiscal issues, then they have a lot more credibility than most other elected officials. So they have this ability to articulate issues. And I think that state legislators should always be aware of their state treasurers and the fact that they could weigh in on an issue and you want the state treasurer on your side Mm -hmm. on a fiscal issue, um, reach out to them and help them be an advocate for what you're trying to achieve within the legislature. That's right. We, one of the things that we did uh, a few years ago, we did polls in several states where we asked the question simply, who do you trust more on financial issues? And we gave them the choice of their governor, their state treasurer, or their member of Congress. Um, In all of the states that we pulled in, the lowest that a state treasurer received was 65%. Oh, wow. And compare that to members of Congress, I can't Which was usually like in the tank, less than 10%, you know. Um, And governors kind of swayed depending on their popularity, but the most that a governor got was about 25%. So, So even the perception is... Generally speaking, and, and that and that 25% for a governor was in a state where the governor was pretty popular. So, But the perception still is that the governor's going to say what he needs, he or she needs to say in order to get their policies passed. And so the people at the end of the day still don't quite <laughs> trust them all on what they say in terms of financial policy. So uh, Seth is right. I mean, the one thing that we, and you know, you and I met Dan and, and, and talked at Alec in Austin this year. Which and, was a great time. And, and if you're really listening and you weren't there, please make sure you come to our States and Nation Policy <laughs> Summit, December 4th in Scottsdale, in Scottsdale Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Ooh, pretty right. nice time to go to Scottsdale. That's warm. right. It'll yeah, be warmer than nice. here. As a Michigander, too, it'll be very nice. But we, we encourage, you know, I had I had great conversations at that conference with with several of your legislators that were in attendance just about the importance of, you know, before you write a bill or propose a bill that um, talks about the state's finances or <laughs> includes the treasurer as the administrator of a program and yeah. you don't talk to the treasurer ahead of time. Yeah. You know, there there is the treasurers, we are encouraging them to be the first ones to stand up, to wave the red flag, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, if it's bad financial policy or it's something that the treasurer doesn't see feasible to do, we're encouraging him to put a halt to it or to, to really warn the citizens or the other legislators. So that the, the, and the ALEC members should see that as really as a great force and an ally. You know, the state treasurers in most cases are statewide elected officials. A lot of our treasurers, as I think about the election night results from a lot of our recent elections, state treasurers had more votes. The ones that won um, received more votes than than some of the governors did, some of the members of the U.S. Senate races. I mean, so they're very popular. They don't deal with a lot of the social issues. So there, there's not a lot of space for them to be you know, really liked or really disliked, yeah, depending those, on those deep wedge issues right. that divide. People. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they're dealing with they're in the trenches on the day to day dealing with the money. And so I think that there's a lot of overlap with state elected fiscal officers who were former legislators. Yes. Ron, do you wanna, I, I, I know yeah, that I, you're you fit into that camp. I, I come from the legislature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for 16 years. And I was a member of ALEC. So uh, then it became the, the state treasurer. And this uh, State Financial Officers Foundation is a natural fit because it emphasizes what I believe in limited government, responsible uh, government, conservative financial principles, balanced budgets, the things that, that make our states great and that enhance our credit rating. 
One of the things that, uh, as a state treasurer, I was responsible for was the credit rating of the state. Legislators, a lot of times, do not understand that what they're doing with their policy decisions have a direct impact on the rating of the state, so that when a local unit of government goes to borrow money, or even the state borrows money for Garvey or whatever the case may be, that credit rating plays a very important role. And the treasurer is responsible for protecting that. Treasures represent around eight to ten trillion dollars for the for the in the across the nation. Yes, in all fifty states. So it's a big pile of money that we're managing. We're investing it, trying to earn uh, interest income for our individual states. But how we handle that money is extremely important, and helping legislators understand the role that the treasurer plays. They can learn that he he is a pretty important person to be talking to when it comes to fiscal policy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really does sound like you guys fit in really nicely with the Alec family here, let's call it. I mean, you guys definitely care about individuals rather than necessarily government making these decisions that will affect everyone's lives. And you guys promote policies that encourage more jobs and economic uh, growth. So. We talked about the ALEC annual meeting. What sort of events or uh, initiatives is SFOF uh, doing right now? Well, first of all, we're here in Washington for our fall national meeting. So would encourage folks if if in the future they want to get to our website at statefinancialofficers.org. And we have a fall and spring national meeting every year. Um, This year it is here in Arlington and um, next year they are in uh, Omaha, Nebraska and Orlando, Florida. we um, will be having several speakers and be talking and um, have several panel discussion topics on policy. But one of the big things that we're really excited about, um, you know, we have a financial literacy crisis in this country. And most people will say, yeah, we do. Our young people don't know how to count change back at the cash register. Or they don't know how to do some of the basic fundamentals. But I would, I would propose that many of the ALEC members and the well, no, probably not so many ALEC members, but many state legislators and members of Congress, the reason why we're having the financial problems in our country, in our government, in the halls of governments today is because people got through school, even got through college sometimes, without understanding the basic principles of, of financial management. Um, and so we are realizing that the only way to really change long-term all of our financial issues is to start educating early. Um, and uh, we have, um, you know, Treasure Crane, when he was treasurer of Idaho, started a great conference called Smart Women, Smart Money. Yeah, I did want to dive into that. That was going to be um, my next segue. So you stole well, my segue. Well, I'm glad That's you okay. Asked. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Um, we, uh, we've been doing, in fact, Ron and I were together in northern Idaho two weeks ago doing a statewide media tour for the event that's October 25th in Moscow, Idaho. Um, we, uh, I was in Nebraska with Treasurer John Moranti in Nebraska uh, doing a media tour there for the event on November 1st. Um, we've, we've struck a chord with, with women from 16 years old to 92 years old who realize they're, they're getting through K-12 through in all the states. It doesn't matter where they're from. They're not getting the education they need when it comes to financial literacy. Um, and so we have, not only does, we, does SFOF um, have this initiative going on, and we, we are so proud to be carrying that torch forward that Ron started, um, but we also have treasurers who are doing real things in, in states like Arizona and Kentucky, where Allison Ball, the treasurer of Kentucky, yeah. and Arizona treasurer Kimberly Yee um, have sponsored with a group of legislators bills to 
require high school students to graduate with a financial literacy um, requirement. Their, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Education. And we think that is really important. The pushback is usually from the unions who say, you know, the teachers union says, you know, we're, we're already maxed out. We can't do anything. But that's, that's just a, a big excuse at this point because technology allows it to be done. Yeah, so, there are classes that already exist that you can roll into right. it in a digital sense. And it's so important for students. The focus should be what does a student need, not uh, the teacher not wanting to learn something new to teach their student. Right. right. Yeah, and, and usually their argument is is not that they don't want to learn something new, but just that the time and resources involved with their day-to-day, they're already maxed out. You know, we hear yeah. all of that. Um, but it's... Uh, it's, it's been a, a really neat to see these treasurers um, who see themselves as the chief financial literacy officer of their states um, kind of carry that flag and, and really are leading on it. Al- Allison Ball created a Kentucky Financial Literacy Commission that was now statutory um, that created the commission that she gets to appoint members to. They've raised private dollars from the private sector to be able to be involved in the schools and do other financial literacy initiatives in their state. So we're really encouraging other treasurers to, to, to think the same way. Yeah. I think that's great. And I'm excited to see SFOF uh, grow more and I'm excited to uh, partner more with Alec and SFOF. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of our segment here. I know our listeners are going to be very excited uh, to learn more about you guys and check you guys out. We will definitely link to you in the show notes. So check those out. Uh, Once again, I'm uh, Dan Reynolds, your host, sitting down with Seth Metcalf. Derek Kreifels and Ron Crane from the State Financial Officers Foundation. Thank you all for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Dan. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Across the States, the leading state-focused policy podcast presented by the American Legislative Exchange Council, the premier free market organization of and for legislators. To learn more about our work or to make a tax-deductible donation, visit alec.org. Tell us what you think on Facebook and Twitter at Alex States. The views and opinions expressed on Across the States are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the American Legislative Exchange Council.